0: i sure you do. Nobody wants to be on the losing side. Nobody wants to succumb to this world and to anybody else or anything else. That's one of our problems. We want to be the boss. We want to be first. Amen. One of the strongest spirits, and I'm very careful. I don't have it underlined or highlighted, but I should. Spirits. I said one of the strongest spirits to overcome is fear. I did that in, on purpose, all right? For it seems to have come on the scene just after man failed God in the Garden of Eden. Remember that? Fear is a spirit. Fear is a spirit disguised, and this is one of the things we're going to get. We may get nothing else out of this, but if we understand this, I think we'll we'll just be taking a step upward, amen, uh, from where we are. Fear is a spirit disguised as an emotion. It is an emotion. Or there's responses as a result. Of it. I understand that. But I think the basic nature of a spirit, amen, or, or fear, it is a spirit. When we understand that, we're going to look at it different. We're going to view it different. And we will deal with it in a different way. That's the purpose. Amen. Amen. That's the one, that's one of the reasons it is so tough to deal with. And tough to defeat. Because we misjudge it we don't know what it is really we think we do amen and and so you listen any any military person will tell you: uh, you go into sports, into boxing, wrestling, any kind of a, a sport where you have an opponent. It is very vital and very important that you study your enemy and identify your enemy. We need to do that because we need to know who and what we are up against. Now, if you don't know what fear is, and if you think it's just an emotion, then you know it's got it, it, you know, it's ahead of you already. But when you understand, amen, that it really is a spirit, hallelujah, fear is really a spirit. It must be dealt with as a spirit or it will dominate a person's life. We may not get very far from this right here, but I do want to show you some scriptures. Before man knew anything about hate, before man was ever fell into a spirit of strife, jealousy is just tough to deal with. But before jealousy or any other negative emotion, man felt fear. Remember Genesis 3.10? I like the New King James Version. I heard your voice. This is after they messed up. They disobeyed God. I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid. Who, who told you to be afraid of me? Who, who, who let you, who, who did that to you? wasn't just an emotion. Let me tell you what. Sin brings fear. When we sin, we separate ourselves from God. You know, we talk about hell and torment and fire and brimstone. All that's there. It's a real place, I believe. All right? But let me tell you what the real hell is. The real hell is being separated from a God who loves us, wants to protect us, and does, and keeps us, and helps us, and promises never to forsake us. That's what hell... When you get separated from God, then, then you know, there's some real problems that incur. Sin... It separates us from God and then when you're separated from God then fear comes on the scene the, the the only basic cure for it is righteousness and love for love casts out fear what scripture said right cast out fear Chad was teaching about about revelation here he talked about a room being dark you, know, you listen the way you get the darkness out of the room is turn the light on and he made this statement, which is, both of them cannot dwell together. Light and darkness is just as opposite as you can get. You either have one or the other. Now the light switch goes out, darkness takes over again. But when you turn the switch on, especially if we've paid the electric bill, then it chases all the darkness out immediately. And so, this is the way with the spirit world. When we, you know, we, we just feel like God is the answer to everything. We preach that. Like, well, preacher, I got this to take care of. My family's not right. My marriage is on the rocks. And my finance, when I get all that right. No, 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 no. God is the answer to that. I, my health is not good. I, you, know, I, you know, so you can, you can name a list of stuff. Isn't that amazing? People come to the healer and they come to the master of every situation, and they want to get all this stuff together before they come up and, and get filled up with the Spirit and become a part of His kingdom and His church. We want to get all this straight. But without, no, no, no. No, no. you come to God first, and He will help you get all that other stuff straight. All right? Listen, we've made a mess of our lives without God. What makes us think we're going to get it all together? Before we get, no, no, we get God. Somebody used to say it like this. You don't get good to get God. You get God to get good. He helps you and gives you strength and encourages you. His spirit is called the comforter. Anybody need any comfort? Anybody need any help? Anybody need any reassurance? Amen. We want to dispel some fear. Well, that's how you do it. You get God in your life. You don't have to, you know, the years ago they, and I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's good or bad or right. I, I don't know. I don't go into all this stuff. We've cast out demons out of people. But there was a guy who who wrote books about it, the whole deal. And you had the name ever specific. You had to go back and take hours and hours Uh, My first problem with that is I never saw Jesus sit down with anybody or Peter or James or John or anybody in the Bible Sit across the table, you know from somebody or on the couch and make them spill their guts about their whole past And one by one we're going to go through them. We're going to cast out that devil You know, I just I, I just saw God and the disciples say I adjure you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of them And like we've always preached, we hope it no, there's no hope about it. The, the demon has no choice. When you release the power and the presence of God into an individual's life, guess what? The demons will go because they, they don't have a choice to go. Amen. Because we do it in the name that is above every name. Amen. So So, again... We, we fill ourselves up with God. Just come to God. And when you get filled up with the Spirit, then there's no room for anything else, demons or anything. And so all of that's gone, including the fear. When our lives get filled with God, a, uh, there is a trust that is born within us. This is a spiritual thing. This is supernatural. This is something I can't do, and this is something you can't do. And you can't figure it out either. This is what you have to take by faith. Amen. Something spiritual is about to take place in my life. When I lift my hands in faith to God and in repentance, then we turn that over. The hands is a type of a surrender. Remember the old Western shows? This is a stick up. That means I'm keeping my hands away from my gun. You got me. (laughs) Surrender. Surrender. Somebody used to say we need to do it like this. We need to open our hands where we make a funnel. Amen. When the spirit does come down, we funnel it just right. Right into our spirit. Right into our heart. I don't know. Makes kind of good sense sometimes. Amen. But Get our hands up. Listen, you don't have to name a bunch of stuff. You don't have to go back in your background. God already knows all of that. I'm sure there are people who probably do. Sister Debbie is our our family counselor, and I'm so glad that she helps us and blesses us and blesses you. And, you know, and she understands this too. Listen, she's going to help you through step-by-step a lot of things, but she understands that sometimes you can just go to, most of the time, you can just go to the altar and get all that taken care of right there with the power and the presence of Of the Almighty God. Hallelujah. Just get God in your life and you'll defeat everything, every spirit of fear, amen, every spirit of apprehension, worry, all the rest of it, hallelujah, amen. So when we get filled up, amen, something happens. And we give ourselves over to believing God and acting in faith. Amen. Remember what the psalmist said, Psalms 34 and 4? He said, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Is that anybody going to accept that word or what? What are we worried about? What are we fearful for? What are we, you know, what's anxiety hanging on? Oh, listen, let me tell you something. God does everything for a purpose and for a reason. When I had this cancer in my body, I'd go for my checkup, and I'm doing fine. I'm doing good. You know, with the, with the help of the surgeon and, the, and your prayers and somebody else's faith, and this is, you know, I'm, I'm cancer free. But let me tell you what would happen to me. On my checkup day, I'm driving back to the doctor, <laughs> and a spirit of fear gets on me. Because what I've done, it's happened to us numerous times, and they like, we're sorry, pastor, we're sorry, but this cancer has reoccurred. We got to go in. We got to schedule you for another surgery. We got to do this. Well, it happened two or three times, and so Carol, I knew that it could happen. And so, a spirit of fear, you know what you know what fear does to you? It puts the brakes on everything that's spiritual and productive, and helpful. It just stops you in your tracks. I'm immobile now. I'm, 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 you know, my knees are weak. I'm like, you know, I know how this thing. But God, I, I, knew, I knew even in my prayers to God that, that, you know, I was fearful and doubtful. I knew what the possibility could be. And so that's what fear does. Amen. And worry and anxiety and all the rest. Now, listen, there's folks who live with that. There's folks who don't have cancer, and they're worried that they might get cancer. It's folks who are not divorced, and things are moving along, but people are being sick. You listen, that's not God doing that. They're dropping little things in your spirit and in your mind, and you're all worried. You think your husband's cheating on you, whether he is or not. Anything to make you worry and fear. Why? Because, again, it stops your forward Progress. It shuts you down. You are not productive. It's just like a jealous spirit, a hateful spirit, a me, any of those spirits. Fear is worse, though. You know, they say a jealous person, like say take a pride, prideful person. Uh, they say a prideful person. <laughs> this is funny. Prideful person. He wants you to think he's something that he's not. I heard this said about a guy one time, they said, if he can make you think he's got $500 in his wallet, a person that's got real pride, he's just as happy as if he really did have $500. (laughs) Mess with you, spirits, jealousy. Je, you know, je, somebody said jealousy is really bothersome to me, to us, all of us around. But the person that has the jealousy is in torment, always looking out. Ooh, you. Could you just turn that over to God? When people worry, when people are jealous, and, and, and then the list goes on of things that are not of God. You know. Uh, that's got to be dumped at the altar. That's got to be poured out up here. But what that's a sign of, and it's people of faith that have all those things on them, preaching to us right now. You know, we, we, all this stuff we're just dealing with. That is a sign that our faith has not matured. Because if you had faith... Like a grain of mustard seed, Jesus said. You could say to that mountain, what mountain? That mountain of fear, that mountain of jealousy, that, ma- that mountain of anger, that mountain of whatever it might be that's hindering you. And You, you could speak to that mountain. And, it, and again, the mountain has no choice in the matter because the power that's greater than the mountain, amen, takes a hold of the situation and casts it into the sea. That means it does away with it, all right? Boy, I want faith to get released in this place, amen. I want the light to get turned on. I think the first step, we've already said it, I think that we understand this is a spirit we're dealing with, spirit of fear, what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to do like we've always done. We're going to go to the Lord, and we're going to ask him to help us, and he promised that he would help us, promised he would hear us, amen. He promised he would answer our prayers, and so we're just going to hold on to that amen amen because god is love when we get into his presence fear must go chad it's kind of like the light you turn the light on the darkness has to leave amen and god is light amen fear usually gets a foothold through thoughts through voices pictures amen they must be challenged and replaced by faith images remember abraham Amen. I told you I'm going to give you a few a few scriptural references. Uh, remember Abraham, he saw himself. How you see yourself? Very important. What you dream about, think about, ponder on. He saw himself, and it really was true. In the natural, he saw himself as childless. So God took Abraham on a faith walk, and showed to him some faith objects. Or pictures that would replace fear images somebody say amen y'all know where i'm going god told abraham that he would multiply his seed as the stars of heaven i want to show you something abraham you see those stars amen and but he didn't stop there he said and as the sand which is upon the seashore in genesis 22 and 17. now the first faith picture would assist him during the night In the dark hours, see the stars out here? I'm going to show you some night things. That's when people really get scared and fearful, amen, in the night. Somebody needs to turn the light on. I said, no, no, I want to show you some things here, amen. But while the other, amen, would assist him during the day, look at the sand on the seashore. I'm going to show you a night vision. I'm going to show you some pictures, amen. I'm going to show you a little video here. Amen. It's some faith pictures. Look at the stars. Yeah, you may be barren. Your wife is barren. Y'all are old. She's in a walker. And you're in a wheelchair. What a ridiculous thing to say, I'm gonna give you a son. I can't believe that. Who who could believe? You couldn't, you couldn't blame Abraham for doubting that. You know? God said that and he looked over at Sarah. Like, uh huh, no way. He probably, y'all younger people understand that. No, them days are over. Like, oh, that's him. But God said, well, look at the stars, look at the sand. It goes far, much further beyond and past just a physical son. God was doing that and was going to do that all right, but he also was talking about something spiritual and supernatural, being with him, amen, and walking with him every day and every night. Listen, we must replace fear images with faith images. That's why church is important. That's why preaching is important. That's why what we listen to in the form of music, young people, that's why it's important. Hallelujah. I don't mean to be a hard nose, don't don't mean to be on you guys' cases, amen, but I, I, I need to say it. You know, you plug in your ears, you don't know what's going on. I have no idea, I see my grandson, you know, and he's all plugged up. You know, he can't hear a thing. Amen. I don't know what in the world's going in there. Be honest. Don't know what's going in his head. I got onto his case and his mama's case. When I went down, he was in bed sleeping in the middle of the night. Just had this feeling I needed to check on him. And he had his earplugs in. It was juking and jiving in there. I said, don't do that. It's bad enough to walk around during the day. Listen to junk. Amen. While you're alert and aware. Amen. Much less lay down and go to sleep and let some who knows what or who knows who yeah. preach. That's what they're doing. They, they, they got a doctrine, folks. Every rock and roll band, every kind of stuff that I don't know, you know, what to call them now, you know. <laughs> Y'all have to help me out here. Y'all bear with me, guys. <laughs> Amen. It's, it's building thought patterns in there. I've said it for years. People think they come up with these ideas. No, I don't come up with it. The wise man said there's nothing new under the sun. Right. Somebody asked me last week, do you just get everything you preach straight from God? I said, I'd like to say that. But no. Once in a while, God just drops something right on me, and I know that it's God. But it doesn't happen as often as I'd like. Other, otherwise, you just dig and you study and you stay around the altar and you pray and say, God, what does the people need? How? What can I say to help them, bless them, encourage them? Amen. Challenge them, amen. And, and we, that's how it comes. That's how it comes. Some folks may be too proud. I know Marrell Cornwell. He's one of the only ones that was had enough nerve to say, "Man, i You know, y'all think I preach like this at home?" He's preaching camp meeting or something in Maryland. You know, he said, "I don't preach like this at home. I have to get down and deal with things, and and it's not masterpiece kind of stuff. No, it's just regular stuff." He said, "Believe me, y'all think I'm a good preacher? He said, "I pick my very best sermons." Oh, and I hear the guy did really awesome, you know, at the thing. Probably he's got some, if he ever pastors, he has to deal with just like we do here. It's not a knocked out of the park, you know, message every. You just have to deal with things. But you know what? Good people, good saints that mature in God, they understand that. They don't expect a masterpiece of a sermon, but they get the gist of it. We know what you're trying to do, preacher. We know what you're trying to get at and get across, so we're going to help you out here, and that's how that works. Amen. And that's what we're doing today, and excuse me for rambling around. Amen. But we've got to replace these negative, trashy images that come in by whatever means, and we've got to replace it with Holy Ghost. Amen. Worship and preaching and, and, and God's music and, and worship stuff. Amen. And that's how you connect up and that's how you drive fear and all the other stuff out of your life. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to move on pretty quick. We have, we have food after church, don't we? Food. I, I, I'm the guy. I shouldn't have said that. I'm the guy that's standing between you and what your stomach is telling you that you need, all right? I'll try to I'll try to help you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Job said the thing which I which I feared the most or greatly feared is come upon me. Chad, we talked about this the other night. The thing that I feared. Many Bible scholars feel like that after all this happened to Job that that word that he spoke was an indication that in the midst of all of his wealth in the midst of while he, he had you know money and all of his children were alive and, and all things were going well and he had his cattle and his camel it, it, that, that deep down hidden inside underneath all of that there was this little fear they say like a person that's got a lot of money it's you know i've heard people say they you know of course everybody loves a good success story i do It's just heartwarming, and and it's just a beautiful thing to hear. But people who, who come from nothing, and then they think, man, if I could just get rich, if I could just become a millionaire or get wealthy. But when they do that, I've heard people say, then there's a whole new set of circumstances, a whole new fear. I know how it is to be poor. I don't ever want to go back there again and be without everything. And so I got all this money now, and now I'm fearful that somebody's going to figure out some way to take it from me. Listen, you can't get out of, you can't get away from that except one thing. More money won't take fear away from you. There'll be a whole other way that God will move on you or the enemy will will, will move in on you. The, The only way is to bring that fear to the altar. Only way is to get on your knees before God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So these These mental images, they have great power to shape our confidence or our fears. Either way, amen. The whole nation of Jews lost the promised land because the people chose to believe the report of ten fearful spies. Remember that story? Amen. And God God called it an evil report. So, so listen, we're like, well, you know, just my faith. is. No, no, no. God called it evil. When you don't have faith, I preached a message about the most sinful thing you could do. It's not commit adultery. It's not lust after somebody. It's not steal or lie. Even though all that's wrong, it's spelled out in the scripture. The, the, the most sinful thing you can do is not believe God's promises. Faith, is everything we preach and teach, it's built on faith. If you don't have faith, amen. If you don't believe that God resurrected out of the tomb, our preaching is in vain. If you don't believe you can receive the Holy Ghost, amen. That's a promise from God, folks. That's just not a Pentecost. That's a biblical promise. And it's folks come to the altar, hold their hands up, and it takes hours for them. Billy Cole helped us with that many, many years ago. I caught it right off. Amen. And a few other people got it. I didn't even know it came from him. But, but I never had that. Pro- that's just a promise from God. How can I come here and beg God for a gift that he promised he would give me? And not only me, but whosoever will let him come. There's nobody. There's nobody that's, that's steeped enough in sin that God can't fill with the Holy Ghost. And it don't take you five hours to repent either. No. I've seen folks repent on the way down to the altar. Yes. I can look and see a tear and I go, oh, that, that person's re- in a spirit of, of repentance right now. They're sorry they did what they did. Amen. They don't even make it to the altar. You know, here in this country, we've uh, God's blessed us and Still blesses us, and we're grateful for all that he does. But there are countries, sometimes it hinders our our faith and releasing our faith. We've seen false prophets come and go. We've seen people, you know, probably right now, I don't check on all these things, but there's probably false prophets in pulpits that are, you know, preaching false stuff to a lot of people. And so we have our guards up, and I don't blame folks. And then you have folks that they don't preach anything. Right. Right. <laughs> they don't preach, they don't preach nothing. Right. Right. I'm against that too, by the way. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Goodness, I'm, I'm, I'm being blocked by some things here. I just feel like Holy Ghost is just trying to get through to somebody here. Amen. If you'll just say yes to God. He'll take the fear away. Take a lot of trouble away from you. Hallelujah. Amen. But to not believe God's promises, I believe it's the wickedest thing you could do. Hallelujah. Faith. Have faith in him. Trust him. Believe in him. Hallelujah. I'm I'm trying to quit. I got a bunch of stuff here, but I'm not going to get to it. Why don't we stand together and I'll start trying to Start trying to close. Hallelujah. I'll, th- I'll throw another thing in here. Uh, speaking of America opposes uh, some of the third world countries. Uh, I-, I know that Sister Debbie was with us. I know that, that uh, Nicole, uh, Nicole made a statement after... Uh, 1,680 people received the Holy Ghost in one service, and I think I preached 10 or 15 minutes, 10 minutes, something like that. I just basically gave them an opportunity to receive God. Uh, you talk about images; we're talking about images in your in your mind. Uh, Nicole said a, said something that day driving away in the jeep near in the van. I'll never be the same. I'll never be. Images do that. Amen. In other words, we can't for once in a while when we uh, we kind of come up against something we're struggling trying to get. I remember that one service. Now we've had two or 300 get the Holy Ghost in some services, which is which is phenomenal. Which is, don't hardly have that here in America. You just don't. Maybe a general conference we had a lineup of people testifying and singing and preaching and we were the we were the ones that was organizing and doing it and so when i I'm, when i finally got a chance to get up and my turn came i'm like you know these folks are ready they don't need them they don't need a so so they just res, they just accepted what we said you can receive the baptism somebody said it uh you know they said you know use jesus when he's Stood up that day and said is anybody thirsty he right. Right. just kind of went off of that is anybody thirsty right. maybe maybe you are maybe you're not I'm telling you God's got your answer yes, he hallelujah he said he'd give you water that you would never thirst again but but here's the one other thing I want to throw in that will that will cause if there's unforgiveness, uh, it brings with it all. And remember, we've tagged it already as a spirit. So if you know it's a spirit, you have to deal with it like a spirit. all right, Not just as something that's happening like an emotion. Amen. But, but when we forgive, and that's tough. It's easier said than done. Somebody that's mistreated you. Somebody that's hurt you somebody has let you down and most probably they're connected to the church maybe even they're the pastor maybe they're the event i don't know but but whatever it does it puts fear in us and we don't want to go there and we don't want to do that again amen and so it is tough and it is hard you know but if we can forgive and, and, and god will help us do that the spirit of fear will depart it cannot abide in a place where love lives i've been preaching this i'm gonna keep preaching this sister jan i'm gonna keep preaching this we just get god get ourselves and our church filled up with the love of god doesn't need dissecting doesn't need figuring all out i don't know how it works but we get the love of god flowing in here fear makes its exit and the fear that keeps us where we are. Just a while ago, somebody needs to break loose out of the pew. Now we, we have a little, you know, the Bible said, Paul said, let everything be done decently and in order. It's not a free for all here. But we take a little time out in the beginning of service. Guess what, it's worship time. It's praise time. That's the order of the service. You can get in the aisle and you can kick some dust out of the carpet if you want, it's okay. It's acceptable. (laughs) And to get you loose. Amen. Other things are going to break loose. Moving in the spirit. Letting the Holy Ghost lead us. Praise God. I'm so scattered in my spirit and in my brain, but I just feel like the Holy Ghost is taking care of some things. Amen. So I'm just I'm just gonna keep loving God. I'm not gonna let the people that did me wrong, and I've always preached this, I say it again. Listen, even if people don't do you wrong, if you just think they did, it does just as much damage, just the same. You got the eye gate, you got the ear gate. Both of these are avenues used to allow the spirit of fear entrance and when it gets in there it takes rulership lordship and faith comes by hearing and so does fear that's why Satan talks to us amen to show how impossible the situation seems to be Just you know we, we talked to Brother Jay we talked to the lady here that was here y'all helped him anyway she got di- she's a diabetic or something and you just couldn't couldn't get it through that God no 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 this is incurable this is a, no no you don't you ain't hearing us, Amen. but see that's how we're that's how we're trained, that's how this world teaches us. I understand that. She she's a nurse and she studied it and and so physically she's telling the truth. No, no we're talking about moving to a new realm, we're talking about heaven coming down, we're talking about the God that created us. Put all this together, and is holding it all together, and up. That's what we've got to understand. But the enemy will do all of that. Oh no, you can, that's incurable. You can no, no, no. It's nothing that God can't fix, and bless and heal. Oh, I'm feeling your faith right now. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Overcoming fear requires us to recall how faithful. God has been to us, and then here's what we got to do: we just can't recall it. I'm on, I'm boosting, pushing on y'all just a little bit. Once we realize that God is good and has been good, and He's brought us along, then we got to speak it out. We got to say something. That's why that's why our witness becomes powerful. Well, we're done with church. You know, we did that. No, no, you ain't been to our church yet. That's how you do it. you ain't, you ain't been to our church yet. Well, but no, no, no. You don't know. Hallelujah, Amen. When Elisha was at Dothan, remember that little story? The little servant guy, you know, he became filled with fear when he looked up that morning and he saw chariots and horses and shiny armor. It's why wouldn't it? You know, God used these extreme situations here. My goodness, it would scare me too. Amen. But he would, you know what scared him? What he saw is what triggered that. When you go to the doctor and they tell you, they shake their head like this, or they send you to the next place to get more blood work and these kind of tests, they pride on you, somebody else will, and they fit you. Guess what? After a while, you get to, like, oh my goodness, what's going on? What you see amen, has an effect on your faith. And you know what? Elijah just, Elisha rather, he just asked God. He said, now I want you to open his eyes because Elisha knew that what you see does have an effect on you. And here, this guy was seeing real stuff. And what are we? And, and I, I interpreted it like this: You know, he was. Like, what are we going to do? Uh, you know, he didn't say it like that in the King King James version, but I I put it in my version. What in the world are we going to do now? That's where the enemy wants you. Like, man, we, we no wiggle room here. I'm in a. I'm backed in a corner. Anybody got a towel ready? I'm ready to throw that in and just give up. But the prophet, he said, open his eyes and let him see what he can't see Ooh, wouldn't it be something right here I, I don't I don't over spiritualize this I don't want to be just way out in left field or off the D. I don't want to do that but wouldn't it be something there's a real spiritual world folks that we can't see and right now there's folks in this room don't raise your hand amen but, but there's folks right here you're facing some tough situations right now you've got decisions you have to make and you don't know if you can make the right decision or not you got weights on you that you've not told anybody, Amen. But but if God at the end you you're surrounded, but if God could open your spiritual senses and open your spiritual vision to see who is encamped, Scripture says the angel of the Lord encamped round about them that fear the Lord. I, I, I believe help is here, folks. I said I believe help is here. Jesus name. Oh. Hallelujah! I, I, want, I want us to, to, to practice this I want us to get us some mental images I said I want us to get us some the right ones now you can't do that without preaching and teaching and fellowship that's why that's why guys find your buddies Preach this! I'm gonna keep preaching it. Your best friend. I don't mean you can't contact. You gotta have a. You gotta be witness, and you gotta mix in with folks who don't know God. Amen. They may have a a, a beer in their hand, and you no telling what. You but you gotta reach them. But you can't make folks like that your best buddy. Find you some praying people. Find you some shouting, Holy Ghost praising, dancing friends that believe God and don't miss the house of God. That's what's going to see you through. That's what's going to keep us. Hallelujah. So what we're doing is we are challenging fear images with faith faith images. We want to change some things. So you have to start seeing things different through the eyes of faith. I can't do this but I know who can do this we've made the confession I can't heal anybody I can't fill anybody with the Holy Ghost I can't bless you amen but I can hook you up with the person that can do all of that and he's willing amen he wants to do it by faith hallelujah oh hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. So here's what we do. I'm still trying to close. I'm just skimming a little bit. We allow either the problem or the promise to produce mental images that we ponder. Did you get that? You can let the problem take over your thinking. And you can build your whole life around a sickness, a situation, a problem. And that can be your whole life. You can wake up every morning worried about the problem. Or you can let the promise get in there somehow in the mix and begin to think about the promises of God. Hallelujah. It's going to overpower the problem every time. Amen. If I can just get us to do it, I feel like somebody's on it now. Amen. It's going to be all right. Amen. Not because of me and my goodness, but because of God and his promise to help me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's clap our hands again and pray hallelujah Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus thank you Jesus oh hallelujah Hallelujah I, I can't close this service without opening this altar and I, I, I want I want us to do this first I'm going to do this I know we're not in a revival time there's a revival spirit here but the Bible says repent, be baptized, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Ye shall. I didn't write that. I'm just quoting that out of the scripture. There's nobody here that cannot receive this wonderful gift that God promised us. If you'll do one thing, if you'll repent of your sins, what's that? That's just asking God to forgive us. I'm kind of like David Smith. I'm good at repentance because I have to do it every day. What is repentance? It's saying, "God, I'm sorry." Uh, you know what? I, I, you know I, I'm not. Don't think I'm trying to be somebody that's holier than that. I'm not. I'm, you know, but there have been times I couldn't think of anything that I did to ask God to forgive me for like I was pretty good that day but I said here's how I repent God just forgive me of my humanity humanity my flesh is so unlike you God forgive me of my laziness I should have been out visiting somebody or knocking somebody's door. I got sidetracked some... Listen, we all have something to repent over. Could we just repent everybody in this room? Maybe I'm doing... Maybe I'm doing killing two birds with one... Maybe somebody's about ready to receive the Holy Ghost that's never had it. Maybe somebody's about ready to pray back through. And maybe there's just some, you know, you know, holier-than-thou person that feels like you got it all together. Listen... You need to repent of that. I didn't do anything wrong. Well, we need to, you need to repent for lying. Amen. Let's just repent together. I'm going to take a few minutes. I'm going to repent would you just ask God to forgive you for any and everything amen anything that you that's in your spirit that you don't even realize is there God right now in Jesus name we come before you in a spirit of repentance we're sorry God amen for being unlike you we're sorry God for being insensitive amen to needs that are around us God we're we're sorry for being selfish amen in our spirit and in our lives God Lord Jesus we just simply ask you today amen to forgive us amen for all of our sins all of our actions anything that we say or think or do that's not like you God we ask you Lord to please forgive us of those things God because we are trying amen to be more like you In Jesus' name, we trust you. We thank you. We believe you today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, if that was sincere, and I don't know if it was or not, you have to figure that out between you and God. Amen. Then God heard you and God forgave you. Amen. The altar's open right now. Amen. Everybody's welcome. If you're a guest, you're certainly welcome to join with us. If you have the Spirit, you can get refilled today. Amen. If you don't have it, amen. Get down here somewhere and just stick your finger up. I'll be glad to pray with you. I promise you. Amen. You won't leave this place. Amen. The same as you came. Amen. We're going to cast out some fear. We're going to dry. How are you going to do that? We're going to do it with the love of the Almighty God. We're going to let God in here. Amen. I feel some boldness coming on right now. Amen. Amen. I said I feel the spirit of boldness coming into our spirits and coming into our lives. That's right. Come in faith. Come believe in God right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our pastors, our preachers are going to be looking around. They're going to join with you. Amen. Somebody's going to lay hands on you. Hallelujah. Somebody's going to touch you. Release that faith that you have. You receive from God in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We receive God. We receive God. We receive your spirit, God. of Jesus hallelujah in Jesus name that's it we're going to let God do some stuff for us right now God's touching Brother Huntington in the name of Jesus hallelujah Jesus thank you Jesus thank you for this faith God Hallelujah. Through faith, there's nothing impossible. We thank you for touching this man right now. Thank you for touching him, God. Thank you, Jesus. That's it, Brother Huntington.
1: That's it, Brother Huntington, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, let's let
0: him do it right now. Let's let God do what God does. In the
1: name of of peace So
0: receiving the Holy Ghost receiving the Holy Ghost right here